Yeah. So with that in mind, Al, yeah. you know how sometimes when you, know, you haven't seen somebody in a while and maybe it gets a little, you know, it just there, there's that little bit of distance that you have to, to get rid of after being apart for a little while. I started flipping through my phones and looking for some yep. special uh, Travis and Sliwa moments, and I forgot you were gone when this came in. Uh, Darren Pollock, one of our our listeners, sent me. I, mean, I don't even remember I why you were, we were like, talking about it. Through your phone, like looking for other phone numbers. <laughs> no, who I was. Have I, I was trying else? to. I was trying to people that you haven't talked to in a while. Like, hey, I wonder what. <laughs> This other co-host hey, was up. Key, to. what are you up to? How's New York treating you? Uh, yeah, <laughs> no, I, it was. That's not a conversation. That's, that's I, I was, I was looking through and to kind of you know to to to, to relight the fire to, to find the spark, if you will. Mm-hmm. And Darren Pollock sent me a water bottle while you were gone because we were talking about me using those paper cups in the office. Yeah. Um, and he wanted me to be more eco-friendly, a little more green. So he sent me a very nice reusable water bottle, only it has your face and the words Ask Slee on the side. What do you think of that? Um, not surprised. You know, I think uh, I saw a lot of these in La Paz, <laughs> a ton of these in La Paz. When I was out just looking for some authentic Mexican food, which it doesn't get any more authentic. We should spend uh-huh. an hour talking about that, by the way. I'm not surprised at all. Um, it's scary and it's uh, worrisome, but I'm glad he sent it to you. <laughs> it's fantastic, and there's been a little bit of chatter on Twitter amongst some of our uh, our regulars. I believe they call them the Sliwa All Stars. They want they want the sticker. They they are they want to start putting out. it in and around town. And, and Darren is I think going to hook people up along the way. So those Ask Sliwa stickers, you may just it, it may be one of those things you're finding. Uh, you get on a bus and there's an Ask Sliwa. You go to a Dodger game and it's on the back of the seat in front of you. It's going to be it's going to be everywhere. It's very exciting. Just a law, law firm. Just call <laughs> Ask Sliwa. If there's anything he can do. Why not? Why not? All right. ESPN Radio is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Um, so. Taking the feelings out of it, right? Kind of, okay. kind of taking the the I never liked him in the first place, and put, putting that over here, and, and not talking about how you emotionally feel about it, Laker fans, but rather how you feel about the basketball, right? This this team this year, barring li- literally a miracle, is mm-hmm. going to be done playing somewhere at the end of April. They're, they're, that's about when this thing is going to expire. I, I, if, I would assume if not sooner. May first, it would be yeah. okay. You went up in the first round against. Uh, Suns team or a Warriors team. Yep. Right. So, and that's probably the best case scenario. There's a scenario where it ends at the end of the regular season, too. Mm -hmm. Unlikely, but not impossible. So, with that in mind. Or the end of the playing tournament. Sure. Sure. Mm -hmm. With with that in mind, what do you do from there? Because you have two, uh, if LeBron wants what he wants, and we can argue what that might be, and the Lakers feel that catering to a guy who's going into year number 20 who's going to be a 36 would be 37 year old at that point but is still the best player on your team is that our best path forward or is the best path forward you know what we need to go to the next chapter this is this is life in the lake sometimes it lasts you know 10 years like magic sometimes it lasts 20 years like kobe this one is going to last about four or five with lebron but it's time to go to the next thing and see what we can get for that and let the front office whoever's in charge of that at any particular time might be be in charge of the future of this team so for me this is how i look at it it's not like you're catering to carmelo anthony okay Carmelo Anthony is an aging player that the best of his years are obviously way behind him. 
LeBron is still 29 points a game. He's still eight rebounds. He's still six and a half assists. The Lakers, what has happened this season, um, no question about it, that you could call it, you could call it that they overreacted two years in a row when Anthony Davis got injured. Um, no, I'm sorry. After the Lakers won a championship, they made changes to the roster that some people would look back and say, "Why didn't you guys just run it back?" I mean, you got yeah. you know. You, you don't have to overthink this. Run it back. I, I listen. I, I I thought going to get Dennis Schroeder and Montrezl Harrell. I thought those were good pieces. Hey, this is um, you got more weapons now that you can work with, and you still got the Carusos and the KCPs and the Kyle Kuzmas. It didn't work out, but I think it more didn't work out because they never got healthy, and Anthony Davis got injured in the playoffs against the uh, Phoenix Suns. Right. Off season comes, they decide, let's go all in again. This is what you do with when you got LeBron James. You, you have to go all in. These are you, you have this small window. If anybody thought, if there's a Laker fan out there that didn't think this was going to be the blueprint of going all in every single that's, year. Al, I'm so glad you said that. I'm so glad you said that because that's the part that really just makes my head crack in half. What did you think the LeBron James experience was going to be like? This is what it is. Win, win now, and if it doesn't win now, change it. Try to win now. There, there is no long-term play with LeBron James because he's in his 19th season. He, to, next year is 20. The year after that, is, I mean, you, you have to do things incredibly short-term to try to maximize him while he is what you just said, which is a 28-29 you know, point-a-game guy. So the question then becomes, all right, so what should the Lakers do? Let, let's put this season to the side for a quick second because – I think the rest of this season, they're going to play it out. They're going to try to obviously – look, anything can happen. So you're if you can get in the playing tournament and – let me just use as an example. Chris Paul is out – how long is he out for? Six Basically the rest of the regular season. Okay, rest yeah. of the regular season. Ish happens in a basketball season. It happens every single year. The Toronto Raptors won a championship. Kawhi – or I'm sorry, KD and Klay Thompson go down in that final. It just happens. This is part mm-hmm. of sports. So I think they're going to play out the rest of this year. But like you said, I think most Laker fans have come to – they've come to accept this. It's not happening this season. No. You just – you don't have the pieces to make it happen. Anthony Davis, as soon as he came back, he's out again. This is just – this is kind of the reality of the Lakers. So I think in the offseason, the notion of should you trade LeBron James or – should you right some of your wrongs? Russell Westbrook's going to be in his final year of his contract. I think it's very likely they're going to shop Russell Westbrook. If people were upset that the Lakers didn't do something at the trade deadline, I think they didn't do it because they're let's hold on to these assets for the summer. We're not going to win it this year anyways. Right. I, I don't think you say, well, let's ship LeBron James out somewhere else, get what we can for him, and really become the franchise that you kind of were – before well, LeBron James it. was here, that's it. Because that the the second scenario that you, you can just laid do out, that any year, you can do you it know, any like, year. Absolutely. You can do it any year. Well, the, the, but the, I, the the reason that makes more sense now than you could do it any year is you could still get some pretty good haul back for LeBron, mm-hmm. right? That if you if you did decide, you know what, this isn't working, he's going to leave us. I'm gonna I'm gonna break up with him before he breaks up with me, mm-hmm. and you make a move, you could at least get back some of the equity that you sent other places, right? You could start to restock your cabinet a little bit quicker. I, I don't subscribe to that, but that's the theory of it. The, the, you said this, you know, start to right some of the wrongs of this year. That's the question. Who, who's a better option to right those wrongs? Because pre-LeBron, 
We saw the brain trust that was putting this, and it really wasn't much to it. It was just kind of, you know, we're picking second again, we're picking second again, picking seventh, we're picking second again. And while some of these guys have become, you know, decent NBA players, nobody's really made the league go, oh, my gosh, they got that guy. None of those players, and there were some other guys that are in that category, whether it's, you know, a guy like Jason Tatum or whatever it be. I don't want to relitigate all of that. But – your your choice is let LeBron decide who he wants and see if he can put it together or let the Lakers decide what they want and make LeBron kind of go along with their vision. Their vision has not been knocking it out of the park either. Trav, if you're if you're the the Pelicans, you got to do things a little bit differently. If you're the Sacramento Kings, you got to do things a little bit differently. Here's a reality for the Lakers. You ride out LeBron James as long as you can. I, I said this for the last couple years. Do you agree with this or not? Are they not playing with house money right now? You got your one chip with LeBron James. If I told you before LBJ came that he was going to get you one championship, you were going to tie the Boston Celtics, you got 17 uh, total championships at this point, you would have signed up for it. Yes. It's not like you're working with, well, we never succeeded with LeBron or we never he never got us. And there's a lot of players that you, know, you could look at around the league where a big move like this happened and it never worked or a big signing happened and they never cashed in and won a championship. You already got your championship. Eventually, there's going to come a time where the Lakers will. LeBron James, if he decides, you know, I read some of those reports, or LeBron saying that he wants to play that final year with his son or whatever the case is, LeBron's contract is done by the end of next season. At some point, you're going to have to regroup this whole thing anyways. You know what the Lakers typically don't do? More times than not, they go sign a big-time free agent. And th- and that's well, y- yeah. But hold on a second. I you, you you're you're not wrong. But the problem is they really didn't with this crew. You're they, right. They they, they they the LeBron came, but that was more of a LeBron deciding to come here than them going and convincing LeBron to come here. That LeBron is the one that decided. You know what? You know what? The next stop for me is it's Los Angeles in the Lakers because when the Lakers were left to their own devices to try to recruit people, and I mean I, I used this example the other day. They had to ask LaMarcus Aldridge for a do-over. That, that's how disastrous that one yep. went. They, the, the, the players that they did sign were Mozgovs and Dangs along the way. They were not knocking it out of the park in the free agent market. I agree with you when you're talking about they have advantages that other teams don't have. They absolutely do. They have history. They have championships. They have loyalty. They have the city. They have all of these things that come along with it. But they weren't able to. They weren't able to uh, uh, utilize those things to get a bunch of guys pre-LeBron. They've gotten these other guys when LeBron has been here. And what I mean is, historically, the Lakers have gone out and signed big-time free agents. Now they've also they drafted Magic Johnson. Of course, the the way they got Kobe or the trade on draft. Sure. Now, I'm not saying that there aren't other things that happen, um, but I, I make that point because if LBJ. And the way you just described it, if they weren't able to go out there and attract other players to come play with them prior to LeBron, then why not play out every possible opportunity with LBJ until LeBron James decides, hey, this is great. It's been a five-year run with the Lakers. We got our championship. We were competitive. Okay, some good some good things happened. Some bad things happened. I, I'm not one sitting here that thinking that for the Lakers franchise, they're better off without regrouping in the summer by saying, let's go shop LBJ, and then that chapter is done. He's still, he's still putting up numbers that if Anthony Davis was there every single night, if Russ obviously or was another player that was a good piece, they could be part of the conversation. It's not like LBJ's game has just completely gone down. That's an interesting point. I want to come back and talk about that. Plus, more of your phone calls as well. And... 
I think it's time we figure out whether uh, Emily's date went well or, or the opposite of that last night. It's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Going to need some pregame updates, Al, when you get in the building. What's the vibe? What's the scuttlebutt? What are you hearing behind the scenes? What are people saying? I'm going to need you to give me a little uh, a little juice before you actually go on the air. I got You know, it's it's funny. This was uh, – it's very surprising to hear that was the conversation over the last week. It really is. And it, yeah. it's – listen, it's interesting. It's fascinating for us. This is what we do on a day-to-day basis. So anytime conversations like this are where you kind of have a polarizing – you got people on this camp, people on that camp – that's interesting to me, but it's also I don't I don't think I fully understand it. I, I don't think even in this hour and a half or less hour and a half, you and I've been having this chat and getting a chance to listen to some of the listeners, it's still confusing to me. I I, I would think that more Laker fans were it, it, on let me, the. Let me make it as simple as possible. Yep. It it was the first time since LeBron got here mm-hmm. where they could say I told you so. That that's that's the basic crux of it. But this. they can't. But no, they they are, and you you can argue that it's wrong. I agree with that. But they are. It, it, you can argue that it's insane, which I think it is. But they are you, because this your, was your a, better I told argument. You he's not a real Laker. I told you he's not like Kobe. I told you he wouldn't be the guy. I told you he wouldn't end his career. He never loved us in the first place. The second they got a chance to do it, they ran with it. But your better argument was to do that after their first season, right? The first year LeBron came. He gets injured. Lakers don't make the no, playoffs. No, because he wasn't going to leave at that point. They're, they're, even with that first season that was unsatisfying, there wasn't this looming threat of his departure. Now there is. <laughs> that, but that's I, why it's different. You know, you know what I heard more so in the beginning was, um, you know, you're getting LeBron at the tail end of his career. You're not winning a movies. championship with LeBron James. Yeah. This guy's here for Hollywood. He's here for this. He's here for that. It was more that conversation. And once you won a championship, everything should have stopped from there. You can make an argument of what to do moving forward. That part, that part's okay, by the way. And you could also sit back here today and say LeBron James and some of his decisions, uh, you go in and go got Russ and this and that and all. You can make all those arguments. You can That stuff is oh, okay. <laughs> but the question of, well, hey, hey, I told you so – what I told you so. Lakers <laughs> got a championship. That he doesn't love us. That's the I told you so. And I would argue he never said that he did. He's this was his Nor next does he stop. have to. Oh, yeah, Nor I does couldn't he agree have to. more. Just like Laker fans don't hear. have to love him the way they loved I, some of these I other Laker could, greats. That's way too rational, Al. ESPN Radio <laughs> is presented by Progressive Insurance. Bet protection comes free with auto collision coverage. Visit Progressive.com. Uh, let's try uh, Marcel. And Moreno Valley, Marcel, you're on with Travis Lee. What's up? Yeah, so so uh, being an LA guy, of course I'm a Kobe guy. Kobe's my goat, but I'm not knocking LeBron. I mean, LeBron's here. He delivered a championship. He wants to leave. He can leave. We'll be fine after him. I support Rob for not giving up that pick. You know, it wasn't going to make us any better. And uh, you know, we can't mortgage our future. We already did it for LeBron. We got a championship out of it. We get another. We got 24 games left. So all these rumors about LeBron, you know, just shut up. Play these 24 games. Get us in the playoffs, and let's see what happens. And, uh, you know, we if he didn't come, we were going to be fine. We would have got Paul George, Kawhi, whatever the case may Ooh, be. Oh, I don't know about that. <laughs> I, don't I don't know about, about that, that either. I, yeah. I, you know, it's funny, Trev, I don't think you're a lock because before he came, who were you getting? You weren't right. getting people. People Nobody. weren't lining up at the door. They weren't knocking and saying, hey, I want to be a Los Angeles Laker. And this notion of you can't mortgage your future, no, you can. 
That that's what they've been doing. They've been mortgaging their future for the past four years for the opportunity to go win a championship. Now it's you can't mortgage your future anymore. Um, I don't know. I, I I still look at this and say, yeah, next season, next season, I think is it. That that that's the way that I would you know perfectly you, describe it. Do you think I, it matters out how, how the next twenty four games play out? Like let, let's say that because AD is going to miss a good chunk of them, right? Yep. He's he's injured, so. Let's say that the next – so they got 24 games left. 14 of them are on the road, and a vast majority of them are against very good teams. Two against the Suns, two against yep. the Warriors. you still got Utah, Philly, Cleveland, two against Dallas. Yeah, you've got, you've got a tough – I believe it's the third toughest schedule left in the NBA. Let's say the next couple of weeks are just a, a garbage fire, that they're yep. losing just about every single night. Does it matter how the rest of that plays out in your mind? Does, does it matter if it gets worse and worse and maybe the the divide between Team LeBron and Team Lakers gets a little bit more wide, that the acrimony gets a little bit more significant? Or because the team has never really been in the mix all season long, does it not make much of a difference? Well, I, I think the – first of all, no, I don't think it makes that much of a – you're in ninth, so whether you lose – you know, more games and you end up in the playing tournament and you're eliminated anyways. What if you're out of it? What if you're out of the plane? What if, because it's unlikely, but it's not impossible. Then it doesn't really – okay. So to it describe it – difference. Honestly. I was going to say the problem is you're not even – you're not in the conversation to win a chip, which was the conversation before the season started. So if you went out in the second round – let's say before the season started, you went out in the second round, you're still going to be upset. Of course, you don't want to go out into this kind of a dumpster fire. But I don't think there's a camp or a division here. Because if you told me the division is you're in Rob Palenka's, uh, Rob Palenka and, and this camp or you're in LeBron James camp, give me LeBron James camp until LeBron James camp is over. I couldn't agree more. I, give me I, that I, camp th- until th- it's over. A hundred, but that's the, that's the divide that was so strangely. It wasn't, it, to me, it, what you just said, couldn't make more sense. Let's squeeze that LeBron juice Everything. until there's nothing left. If he's willing to stay and he needs some accommodations, then give them to him. Then let's do it because the idea of replanting a tree and waiting for more fruit to grow and then squeeze that juice, who knows? They haven't been very good farmers. But, but you, they but haven't you know, planted a lot of fruitful trees. Trav, you know it's funny? But I was a proponent of what Palenka didn't do at the trade deadline because I just thought it wasn't going to – wasn't going to change anything, you know. So, I, I, I'm Team LeBron until LeBron James decides, which I think is going to be. I, listen, do I think LeBron's going to go sign another three-year contract with the Lakers? No, I don't. Let me put, That's just my personal way. opinion. Do there. you think he plays somewhere else? Do you think there's another chapter after yeah. the Lakers for LeBron? I do too. Yeah, I, I do. I, I do too, and I think that's another part that really does not sit well. They thought that this was like, why would you ever want to go somewhere else? You're here with the Lakers. This is the place that you want to be. And I think that's another, that's another if, part if of there's, the mix. If there's one thing that you know you could tell with LeBron, you could tell with a guy like I'll use Kevin Durant as an example. They're right in their own book. They're not going by your script. They're not going by somebody else's script. This is, and and by the way, I was also the one that hated that he went to Miami. This, that, blah, blah. He went eventually, did it his way, and then went back to Cleveland. The guy is doing it his own way. You don't, you don't. And why would you expect him to do it differently now? I don't think. I I don't think he will. I, I, I I agree with you. All right, let's try Richard in Upland. Richard, you're on with Travis Lee. What's up? Hey guys, how you doing? Um, Thanks for having me on. Mm-hmm. Um, well, first of all, Travis, Mozgov and Dang, that was the bust in Cupcheck era. That's number one. But um, uh, as far as LeBron, listen, guys, 
I love LeBron. I love LeBron when he came as a Laker. I had to defend him. You know, um, a lot of Laker fans are Kobe fans, but I'm kind of disappointed in him right now. You know, uh, he's just, I mean, first year, four seed, he got hurt, of course, but, you know, he chose to get Westbrook over. That was a terrible decision, and then he wants to get mad at Rob for it. So, you know, I don't know. If LeBron wants to leave, listen, like um, Alan said, we're the Lakers. You know, um, we probably got Luka on the way or something. But Well, see, this is this is where it gets complicated. And, and while you are technically right about the Moscow and Degna, the point is, is that there was a long stretch of time pre-LeBron that did not go well, and now that people want to go back to it, that Rob Palenka has not shown that he's I mean, magic is gone because he didn't like Rob. He didn't like the way that he ran things. That you look at these other things, it doesn't fill me with a whole bunch of ideas that they're going to have a bunch of good players. And what he's saying, oh, we'll get Lucas. No, 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 no. You haven't gotten anybody in a really long time that wasn't a direct result of either LeBron deciding to come here or LeBron or Clutch, or clutch doing yeah. it. That's exactly right, Al. The reason AD's here is because LeBron is here and Clutch is here. Well, They it- haven't been able to do it. This is going to be the part that just use free agents as an example down the road because I think we all knew this. If the thought process was Anthony Davis is your present and he's going to be your future as well, I think you're also going to have one of the challenges you're going to eventually have too is a player saying, I'm going to play with alongside Anthony Davis and feel confident that AD is going to be there. You know, I say that, look, Unfortunately for AD, this is kind of the reality. The last couple of seasons, earlier in his career as well, he misses time. You don't win in the NBA if your main player, if you have an injury or somebody's out or something along those lines, you know, you can almost say you're done for. And that's one of the problems with the Lakers, that even when everyone was healthy, they weren't winning games. How the hell are they supposed to win when AD's out? All right, let's try another phone call here. Manuel in Gardena, he wants to welcome you back, Slee. What's up, Manuel? Fellas, hey, Alan Slee, welcome back, man. Thank you, man. Uh, you're lucky you didn't get Wally pipped, man. <laughs> I know. Good, brother. Uh, yeah, no, that was it. That was it. Trav was already telling me, like, hey, just take the weekend off. Yeah. You, know, you sure you don't want it, Friday? Just, just enjoy your weekend. <laughs> hey, CY is a beauty, dude, seriously. But, hey, here, Alan, Alan, got to dip you back in reality, brother. Yes. Um, here's the thing, man. Like the last guy said. We were all good with LeBron before he started doing the whole finger pointing and all that. This is his squad. The GM put this together, okay? So that's when you can't do this kind of thing. All right? Now, going back to the thing about, yeah. But, but, Lakers, Manuel, you know? Manuel, Manuel, quick second. Who's, uh-huh. who's giving LeBron a free pass this season? Who's giving him a free pass? I, I, that's the thing I don't I, – I guess I don't comprehend – if LeBron they want him wants, to take ownership of it out. They want him okay, but to say he's not I going to put job. together a press conference and tell people, guys, as the I, assistant general manager of the organization, I put together the Russell Westbrook trade. You don't have to ha- hear anything from him. We know he has something to do with it, and part of it is his fault. And knows it, bro. And here's the thing: last I checked, man, Miami's doing all right now. It took a while, but. And it's going to take a while. seven years. If he he don't come back, hey, seven years, man, the seven-year rich, baby. You know the difference? Can I tell you, you, Manuel, can I tell you the difference? Can I guess what you're going to say, Slee? 
Yeah. Pat Riley. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> of yeah. course. So you have you have a track record of an organization that before LeBron James was there, they had won a championship with Dwayne Wade and Shaquille O'Neal. Pat Riley, their owner, uh, Eric Spolstra, is considered one of the best coaches in the NBA. There's a system in place. So I, I just say that because when LeBron does eventually, if his days end with the Lakers, the current front office will still have to prove that they can win without LBJ. The only thing they've proven so far is that they can win with LBJ. That's exactly right. Factor cap is coming up next. Here's the question now. Booth or table? Straight ahead. It's Travis Trav Orsley. Trav Ansley. 710 ESPN. Unbelievable. <laughs> Hey, guys. So, Slee, did you use cap a lot with Lady Slee while you are uh, down in uh, Mexico? Yeah, I mean, you know, you reach a point where you just become so hip and cool. <laughs> Trav, you know what I'm talking about here. We kind of share yeah, some qualities my here. Right. Forte, for sure. You, get, you, get, you develop cool. a bar and say, oh, no, that's cap. I, I, didn't, I didn't get that much. Yeah, anyway. That's hey, cap. Lady Slee, you want to go grab some more uh, margaritas? Eh, cap. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Okay. I didn't have a shirt on for four days. I just, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Put it, I think I had a turtleneck on for three of the days. <laughs> Wonderful. Uh, so up first, uh, you always keep your tab open at the bar, even if you don't want to order anything else. Travis, this is factor cap. Uh, cap? I, I mean, if, if I plan on being there for a while, I'll leave it open. But if I don't plan on ordering anything else, I'm going to close it down. So, no, I I don't like the I, – I like to leave it open for all the obvious reasons. It just makes the transaction a little bit easier subsequently after that first one. Just they get your name, boom, and just add it to the tab, and then it's one closeout at the end. I don't, I don't understand the advantage of closing it, Al, if I'm going to hang out there for a while. And if I'm, if I'm just in for a little quick one right away, it's like, here, here it is, close it out, we're done, and I'm down the road. But that's, that's one out of every 400 times I go out. You know the great hotels and bars. There's some that are like, well, we just need it for a second. They do whatever they do, and they give it back to you. Yeah. Um, do you need it for that? No, no. We got it. Yeah. If, if you, Whenever you're ready to close. Don't so worry. We know how to charge you. We know yeah. how to take your money. We've got you. We covered. have the technology to make sure that anything you want will get charged right away. If I know I'm not getting another drink, let's close that thing out. The other thing is, too, and I haven't been to a place like this, but back in the day, you go to a bar. And you're sitting there for 15 minutes trying to get the attention of a bartender. You want to close out. I'm like, what are we doing here? Somebody's spilling their drink right in front of me. Somebody cutting in front of you. I'm like, I, I don't even know what's happening here. That's a great question. Give me question. my damn credit card. By the way, like, the, the, how do you get the attention of the bartender when it is crowded without being a jackass? Right? Yeah. It's, you it's whistle, because, Alan? No, whistle's a even whistle terrible loud. idea. Let me tell you something. I Whist literally cannot whistle money is a bad deal. Mm -hmm. Whistling Jack? is a bad deal. Yeah, doing the air. Like, I want to sign my – like, how do you go about getting that guy or girl's attention without being that guy? Bartenders, weigh in on that one for us. You know, I, I have a feeling that that's more of a just the less you do to try to get attention and just make eye contact with them, yeah. they're probably more going to come to you. If you're – uh, you know, if you take like you do, right? You you told me this plenty of times. You take your shirt off when you go to a bar, and a lot of times you wave it over your head, and that's kind of like one of your people that move. know. Hey, there's Travis, right? There's <laughs> Travis move. right there. They know I can see you doing house. that at a bar. <laughs> yeah, Taylor in here said it's all about body language. He's a, he's a tall yeah. guy. He probably gets a lot of attention at the bars. To get yep. the get the waiter's attention. 
All right, so up next, uh, on the Office Ladies podcast, which I listen to every week, they go through every episode of The what Office. Up, and, Jenna and, Fisher. Yep, what up, Jenna Fisher, and just break down every episode of The Office. So this week they were doing the Pam and Jim episode where they got married. So they said in the original script, Roy was supposed to ride in on a wedding into the wedding on a horse and try to stop the wedding. So this is a total game changer. Would have totally changed the episode, I felt like. And obviously Pam said no in the script. But you... So when people reveal this kind of stuff on podcasts, you don't want to know what would have happened in a TV show. You just want to know what happened, you know? So you don't want to know what could have happened. Alan, is this Factor Cap? No, I, I like that. I think that's, you know, to see how kind of behind the scenes. I always think it's funny, Trav. I don't know if you ever watched this, but I've done this a couple different times, whether it's for The Office or it's Always Sunny in Philly. Do you ever go and look at the bloopers? Like, I love the behind the scenes to me is hilarious. And I think to kind of see, hey, we were going to do this with a storyline or it was so close to being this, this is how it was going to end. I kind of find it fascinating. If it's a good enough show that you were committed to, you spent a lot of time and you got to know the characters and everything else, I, I think that part's interesting. It, it's it, Bloopers I'm okay with. I, I, those can be funny because it's guys just kind of messing up, right? And that can be kind of funny. But Deleted scenes, for instance, back in the day when DVDs were a thing, they would give you some deleted scenes, right, that they got cut from the movie. You know why they got cut from the movie? Because they didn't need to be in the movie because they're not very good. That The reason they cut them out is because they were superfluous to what's going on. Very rarely is a deleted scene something like, oh, my gosh, I wish they would have left that in. I think that kind of goes to what you're talking about, Emily, which is the, that, that idea that you talked about, that's a terrible idea. Right, I mean that—that that is just the idea. She didn't. She didn't like Roy when she was engaged to him. That Roy was going to run into this thing and 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 blow this up. It is a terrible idea, and I think that's why they they workshop this stuff. Like somebody in the room probably went, uh, "Guys, that sucks." You know what? That does suck. Let's not do that. Let's have the two people that we've been getting together since this show started actually get together. So no, I don't, I don't need to know that stuff because more often than not, it's garbage to begin with. Yeah, it just changes my perspective. I'm like, what would have happened if it would have happened? And I'm like, yeah, just let me have my experience. Let me love the show that I love. Don't muddy it up. But yeah, well, she's not going. Roy, Roy <laughs> found the love. He learned how to play the piano yeah, and sing exactly. a song. It's all ever worked You'll out. You'll end everybody. up with who you want to actually That's should right. end up with. So, That's right. uh, speaking of which, I did go on a date last night. So I uh, went on a place in my neighborhood. I could walk to it, so it was perfect. But I was actually there first, so I had to choose like where we were going to sit. Oh, okay. So uh, I chose a table. But you prefer a booth to a table. Travis, is this factor cap? Uh, cap. I prefer the table. I, I, I don't because the booth kind of thing. A sometimes the the back of the booth is a little too. Uh, the, it's like almost like a ninety degree angle that you feel like you're in a church pew almost. I can't get comfortable in that in a booth. I like to be able to move around a little bit. A booth is a little more intimate, which is not really what I'm looking for more often than not. I like a little more to explore the studio space, so to speak. So now I'll take the table out. I don't need the booth if it's if I'm looking for something very specific, romantic, intimate maybe but nine out of ten times the table all right i'm okay with a booth you know I'm, I'm, I'm all right with the booth this is just the more the thing that's more important to me is this where am i sitting what am i looking at you know what i mean trav you and i've had this conversation by before. the men's room on valentine's day <laughs> i don't need to be sitting right next to uh, a windex bottle and the mop that they're going to be using three or four times while i'm cutting <laughs> into my steak all right let's just put me in a place where I feel like I feel like I'm at a restaurant and I don't have the the behind the scenes that happens. I don't want to see the behind the scenes. I don't want to see any of that. So <laughs> you don't want to see that puts me in a table. Yeah. <laughs> that puts me in a table. I'll take the table. If it puts me in a booth, I'll take the booth. 
Uh, but I don't mind a booth. I really don't. I think there, it is. You're right. It is a little bit more of an intimate setting, which is good. I think if um, that's what your if your intimacy is the desired goal for sure. But see this and Emily, take me through this. I'm curious why you asked this because I I used to know a guy that would almost insist on being in a guy. booth. And and I just the, I never kind of got it. Like if we're just going out to dinner with the guys, why do we want to be in a booth? I, I don't understand the prestige of it. It's weird right? to me. I think it's kind of like the old Hollywoodness of it. You know, you have the booth and it looks kind of like more oh, well. I don't know gangstery okay. with that. But also, what I don't like about booths is that you always feel awkward getting out of the booth. Like you have to scoot, unless you're but on you can't, the end, but you can't right. stand up. You have to only okay, so like we're you have to half more than sit. Two you know. Here. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, okay, like, one, it so. depends. Like, I guess if, if you have a big group, a booth sucks because even if you're at the end of the booth, you can't just get out. You have to ask everyone else, oh, hey, I have to go to the bathroom, then all four oh, people have to get out. Middle, like, that sucks. If you're in the middle and there's five people there, uh, that, that's that's an awful scenario. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm considering going over the table. Yes. Yeah, stepping over the chair to the other side of the booth. Crawl <laughs> underneath the table <laughs> just to yeah. get out. But uh, yeah. If the answer is power move, like you were talking, then okay, maybe you're kind of talking me into. But now, nah, give me, give me the table. Yeah. So, uh, so up next, uh, the guy who pulls out the guitar at a function is the worst. Alan, is this factor cap? It's <laughs> a great. Question. Who is that guy? <laughs> who is that guy? And by the way, when you see it, you're like, "Yep, that's the guy. That's the guy <laughs> that would pull out the guitar." Wherever the hell we are, that's what he looks like. That's what well, he's he always. Like. You're right. You're right. right? It, it kind of like everything starts to make sense. Um, yeah, it's a little annoying. I, I don't know what that move is, and you know what? I'm assuming that that move is made because it has worked in the past. You usually do things that you feel like work. You don't do things that don't work. So if he out of nowhere uh, at a campfire, which I guess is more, you know, I guess little, more appropriate, better. but just better. out of nowhere. There's a backpack that just has the end of the guitar. You're like, what are you doing here? And then all of a sudden he pulls it out, and he's just staring into the eyes of some girl there. He's singing a song. It's like, yeah, what Wonder is happening Wall. here? <laughs> um, believe it or not, I'm going to go with Cap. And and because there's there are – it's not frequent, but there are enough times where that goes well that I almost like – and I haven't had the good experience with the guitar guy. So in your question, I guess it's fact. But I've been to a couple of functions, parties and, and whatnot, where there's somebody in the group that is a very accomplished piano player, and all of a sudden they can sit down and start knocking stuff out and kind of gets going and they're you know maybe they can sing a little bit it's not a terrible little party trick to drop on people and especially if you can play some songs that everybody knows the words to and it's just it's not it's not a bad deal i saw we were at a christmas party one time and the biggest nerd at our company okay was this wallflower of a guy and then all of a sudden he sat down at the piano and just was like Killed Elton it. John the it man. was extraordinary. I'm like, awesome. oh, my gosh, this guy is a rock star. I had no idea. So I want to carve out a little exception mm -hmm. for things like that. I think piano guys are different than guitar guys. I Fair think those enough. are two different guys. I think piano guys, are, again, like you described, probably a bit nerdy, probably were in uh, piano lessons all through their their childhood. But this dude could rock. Right. I mean, but I mean, he, he, he probably was there. classically trained, had a little bit too. But yeah. also speaking I'll about pull the out a guitar at Applebee's. <laughs> I have right a harmonica there. that I bring. When you're here, you're family. All right, that's Olive Garden. But uh, yeah, but speaking of which, with the table stuff, I we also sat at a table that had three seats, okay. and he decided not to sit across from me. He decided to sit at the ta at the seat that was next to me. So it was like a triangle. He sat at the point of the triangle instead of right across <laughs> from me. And he's a tall guy, and I was just like, one, 
I was prepared to sit and talk straight to me, but then it's t- talking to my side. And I just felt like it was like, it felt like the whole time we were waiting for someone else to show up. Like, you know, like you're waiting for someone else to fill the table. And that's what I would think everyone else in the bar would think we were doing too. So okay, I, I have odd. a lot of questions about this. Why don't, why don't we put, we're going to come back. I have multiple questions about the story. I haven't been on a, a, on a date or a blind date in a very long time. So I, I need to, I, I need to kind of peel the onion on this one. It's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. <laughs> yeah, if, if some guy sits down and starts trying to do this, that's probably going to go well. <laughs> I'm kind of I'm kind of getting Alan Sliwa vibes all of a sudden that you it's can just sit there and and knock it out and sit and you're looking like right at somebody at the party as you're doing it. I do that at uh, I'm going to do that at our next prep call. <laughs> I'm just going to look directly across at you playing the song. <laughs> I'm the I, drums. You, wait, can you play any instruments? No, it's one of my. Honestly, I, I yeah. don't have a ton of regrets in my life. Mm-hmm. Like I wish there there are two big ones that I wish I would have been able to re- redo. If I could have a do over on two things, it would be these two things. I'd like to learn how to play an instrument. Okay. I, that my, my family is a family of one hundred, one thousand percent non musical people. Nobody mm-hmm. in my family plays an interest. An Sounds like my family. They should like, get to know each other. We, yeah. we, we got nothing going on. Mm-hmm. But I would have learned to just, I don't need to be, you know, Beethoven, but to just play the piano or the guitar, I think would be kind of a neat thing to do. The other thing is, is I wish somebody would have told me in high school that, you know what, learning Spanish is actually going to make your life a lot better. You it's just don't have to one. pass the class. That's a good one right there. You need to learn how to speak another language because it will make your life better. I wish somebody would have really hammered that part home. Uh, guys, I have a tweet here. So it was uh, from Ray World, and he says, Booth over table due to the fact that every table has a bad wobbly leg and you have to stick a coaster or a napkin underneath it. So a couple napkins a, in there. Yeah, yeah, stack, up, stack up Sugar a couple packets. napkins. Yeah, no big deal. <laughs> Slide them under there. So, a couple coasters of, under there. Booth or table. You chose the table, the triangle table, Emily, last night. Take take me through the beginning of this first time, right? I know when Connor called us and you went on that, that you guys kind of had a little chit-chat before. Was this just straight blind date or did you talk to this person a little bit? So it was one of the guys from the apps. So, you know, you, you meet on the app, you, t- you chat a little bit. but oh, we know. Uh, don't, yeah, obviously. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know. know. So take <laughs> me through it. I, I have no idea. So uh, it was also on the app Bumble. So I don't know if you know the difference between Bumble and other ones, but Bumble, the women. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> women have to message first. So you match, and then the woman has to start the conversation, as okay. opposed to like other places where it's... it's either way. Either way. So yeah. uh, we chat. He actually went to UVA. He was my year at UVA as well. So I was like, oh, this is great. We have this thing in common. We're both from go Virginia. Cavs. So kind of, yeah, go who's actually, but it's fine. It's whatever. Who's Cavs. <laughs> and so um, then we just kind of set up a date uh, to hang out, and it was in my neighborhood, and I could walk to it, which is great. Um, but How far did he have to come? He is, came is he from... Close? Culver City, so okay. right. a little bit of a haul. A little yeah. bit of a haul, not not the not worst, crazy. Not but crazy. Uh, you know he made the effort, which is great. He also he had gone out on my street earlier that weekend, so he was like, oh, I want to check out another place in the bar. So he was he was okay with coming to my side of town. Uh, but then I texted him. So again, since it's kind of a blind date, you, you know, you see pictures on the um, on their profile, but you don't really know what they look like today how so, often is it something total not totally different like the guy is got 
I mean, I we all have I'm, we all have good pictures and bad six, pictures. Four, 225. <laughs> no, but that's what I'm talking about. Like, we, there are good pictures of us, and there are pictures that are not flattering of us. So maybe mm-hmm. you pick the best one, and then the reality is something a little bit less. But is there sometimes like Al saying where a guy is five seven and mm-hmm. he said he's six three, and you show up and he's got red hair instead of blonde hair? Like, how often? <laughs> how, they don't they don't the catfish delta? me very often. So they what's I'm not the really delta? catfished. But sometimes guys will lie about their height a little bit because you can put your height on it, and sometimes they will over exaggerate their height but this guy he was very tall so that's not an issue but some most of the time it is it is they are accurately what they've described themselves to be but when i was walking in there i wanted to say okay hey when you get there because i got there first this is what i'm wearing i'm wearing a jean jacket i'm wearing black pants and so he was like oh we're twins so me and him dressed the same going to this bar i was like a little embarrassed by that but it's okay that uh you know then i got there first i sat down in the 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 three-person table because there's only like two pl- places open to sit down. So there's also like a short table too. So his knees were a little bit uh, in the way because he's he was really tall. I, I sense uh, like a so. clown car situation now, <laughs> where like this yeah. guy's stuffed into the corner of this table with his knees under the desk. Yeah, or the table, I should say. So how did did you how guys was it? Do it again? Yeah. What, what so um, well, one thing too. Uh, I don't know if you guys are going to judge him for this or not, but he did not buy my drinks. So I, I so it was oh, the kind of thing done. where like we're done. We're we, done. we we I went up to the bar, got my I drink. I want to know, yeah, how, how did that bar. work? Like, how did he? Okay, okay, explain the process. I'll here. explain the process. So I got there first, and I didn't know how long it was going to be. So I was like, okay, I'll get myself a beer while I'm waiting, so I don't want to just seem like I'm twiddling on my phone while I'm waiting for him. So sure, I went to the bar, got a drink, sat at my uh, at the table. Then he gets, he orders his drink because I'm not finished with mine yet. Um, and so then it's kind of was like a trade off of, like we didn't want the drinks at the same time, or he didn't offer to get. The drink at the same time as me. Oh, that okay. Look, you're you're a much kinder, more patient person. <laughs> that is a. Uh, I I gotta go, man. Yeah. Like when he when he when he goes up to go get his drink and the answer and the question isn't hey what can I get you right. are you ready for yeah. another one if yeah. that's not the opening line yeah. he's a jackass mm-hmm. fellas <laughs> fellas be, be respectful I, be no nice. no we're just be gonna this, this is very simple it's very simple maybe we're helping somebody uh, on <laughs> right. this fine morning Travis um, you buy the damn drink yeah, of course. You pay for the dinner. Mm-hmm. Yes. And, and by the way, if you're a lady out there, we greatly appreciate when you offer. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. that's we, we really appreciate that. Uh, but at the end of the day, you just take care of the drink. You yes. take care of the dinner. And you move on from there. What right. was uh, what was his name? What was his first name, his name last name, Liam. address, and social security? <laughs> he does not have social security, Liam. but uh, yeah, Liam. He was buy uh, the lady a drink. My goodness, <laughs> come on. Yeah, it was it was it was a good date. We talked. We had a good conversation about a variety of topics. He wasn't super into sports, which is fine with me, and uh, it was great. But I don't think the chemistry was there. I think it was a nice chat, but I don't think that. Uh, it's not the love connection that I, I was. Well, desiring. no. I mean, imagine being married; he'd make you go buy your own groceries. Right? Did you? <laughs> we would have not joint bank accounts. He would have his own bank account. I would have my own bank account. Honey, I'm going uh, down to Vaughn's. I'm going to get steak for dinner. Um, what are you going to have? By the way, you already, <laughs> you already have about? that at home right now, where your stuff is a certain part of the refrigerator. Like, yes, you have, you know, exactly. Right also, when I was straightening my hair yesterday, my roommate was like, "What's burning?" And I'm like, "Okay, I'm straightening my hair. Let me live my life. It's not like I'm going to burn the house down." I've well, used a straightener before in my life. I don't burn, know. Burning hair is not great. That, it does that, not that smell is, great, I know. <laughs> that is a but you know, aggressive aroma. Hey, it's okay. Yeah, I put a candle on. Yell, what's burning? As if they're making dinner and there was something in the oven left. I mean, she's a little. This this gal's extreme. She was a little no, high strung last night. She was packing up for a vacation this weekend. But anyway, that's Gentlemen. that's the date. But it's it's okay. You know, Liam was a nice guy. Just not love connection. And maybe buy my drink next time. Did you I just out of, out of curiosity? 
when the date was over, is it a hug and then you guys go your separate ways? Fist bump. It was a side hug. So <laughs> okay, side I, hug. that's even worse. Him, even more awkward. Just, okay, <laughs> okay right. side hug. Did you give him kind of like the pat on the back? Because the pat on the back right away tells you this ain't Peace. going anywhere. Yeah, we're <laughs> yeah, done. This ain't going anywhere. This is it, a friendship. I think it was a joint pat on the back at the same okay. time. And it was like I was going this way. Oh, my house is this way. Is it my car is this way? I'm like, all right, see you, Liam. And Whatever then he, direction his car was, your house is in the opposite direction, even if it's not. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> if, if exactly. Up the street, and I live up the street, all of a sudden, for the, at least for the next five minutes, I'm walking the other way. Um, gentlemen, I'm all for equality. I, lo- I like the idea we can trade off the – Buy the drinks at the, buy the at, drink. at the original at the original meeting. Buy the freaking at the drink. nice to meet you. Why don't we pick up a couple of drinks along the way? It's not going to break anybody's back. ESPN Radio is presented by Progressive Insurance. Progressive Insurance is proud to support vets with its annual Keys to Progress Vehicle Giveaway Program. Now celebrating nine years of donating vehicles, helping vets in need. Learn more at keystoprogress.com. More of your Laker phone calls coming up in just a little bit. And Slee, who do you trust more, the LeBron agenda? or the Laker agenda. That's next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN.